ticket to ride Walking slowly through the hopeless midnight City sidelights, oh what a sight I was close to falling apart Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. A couple of things before we get started. My guest on this episode is Adrian Blake Ensco and he is a member of the band Bandits on the Run. The track you heard at the beginning is one of their tracks called Love in the Underground, and as of right now, it is a completely unreleased track. Uh, you can't hear it anywhere but here. They're super cool, super gracious for letting us use it, and I, I love their music. I genuinely think you will enjoy it as well. If you have ears and can listen to music, I think you will enjoy Bandits on the Run. You can find their stuff wherever you do all your music things, like SoundCloud and Bandcamp and uh, all that. You can also go to their website, www banditsontherun.nyc not banditsontherun.com for some reason it like links to dropbox on my uh, computer but banditsontherun.nyc um if you're listening to this on the day that it launches or thereabout is this episode goes out on wednesday july 18th on friday uh july 20th they are playing a concert uh, in brooklyn at the brooklyn bowl um and i you should really check them out i don't go to a lot of live music if uh, there are too many people and i feel a lot of anxiety about how much i should or shouldn't be moving my awkward body but they are they are i, I go to bandits on the run concerts as frequently as i can i've, I've been to a number of their shows and I, I hope that you can check them out too whether it's friday at the brooklyn bowl or another time because i know they're they're going to play more so i'll put links to all that kind of stuff in the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast and i hope that you can check them out other than that just thank you for listening. We launched this podcast last week and I genuinely wasn't sure if anyone was going to listen or not, but it turns out people have. And quite a few of you have reached out and told me what you thought about the episode. Um, and, and that just, that means the world to me. So I hope, I hope you'll continue to do so. I hope you'll let me know if you like it or if you don't like it, or if you want to be on it or have any questions or thoughts or really anything. Um, I'll put more links in the description about how you can contact us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and we have a website now, www.dressforthepodcast.com. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm done talking. Um, that's all. I, good, I said good day. I didn't say good day, but good. have a good day. Uh, that's better. Now we're Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. All right. We're here. Listen. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood again. Oh, fuck. Last time we did an episode, I was in a weird mood. Uh-oh. And I think that's just going to be part and parcel for this this podcast. The Cranky right. Podcast. It's not... Another, another title. We oh. haven't figured out a name. <laughs> yeah. ah, so we'll need your help with that. Maybe we can ask him at the end. It's the working title? It's the working title. Success. Success. I was uh, thinking success like, you know, like when you crack the code, when you like get your key to work in the door, ah, finally. Uh-huh. Success. Yes, kind of a lot of Eureka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Eureka moment. But it's definitely taken. That's oh no. Yeah, yeah. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Hi, Megan. You can close that if you want. Okay, that's up to you. Just for sound purposes. Yeah, fine. Thanks, Are Megan. You, gonna... <laughs> um, I do hope we're getting these birds chirping. The birds we are, are nice. Almost summer's here. The birds. I'm I'm cranky <laughs> because it's the middle of the day. I have to go to teach a class after this, which means I can't drink, which yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I am having just water out of a very, like, the glass I usually have alcohol out of to yeah. maybe yeah. trick my body into drinking. That works. That works. Um, I'm, I'm David. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm drunk. Um, and <laughs> this is our podcast uh, that is not yet named about success 
and Bessie is here. Hey. How are you today? Oh, I'm I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Confident. Yeah, well, <laughs> now that you're not, I don't know. Maybe, are you going to... Don't come mood? down here with me. Are you going <laughs> to throw off my groove? Maybe. Hmm. And our guest today, our unusual guest, because Bessie's the usual guest, <laughs> is Adrian Ensko. Hey there. Who goes by... <laughs> Many names. Yeah, way too many names. Which one do you want today? Uh, you can keep it, Adrian. All right. Adrian, yeah, we've known each other for a long time. We have. I have it. What, tell me about your names. Um. Okay, well, I don't have as many names as my dad. My really? Dad, my dad's name is Christopher Joseph... No, Christopher Marlow Joseph Conrad William Blake Ensco. That is what? No. Yeah, his no. Uh, his dad was a graduate student in English Lit. Uh, his first two names are Christopher Marlow. Christopher Marlow. Yeah. And then what? I, I'm actually kind of sad that I didn't pick up the Marlow. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Blake from William Blake is okay. Yeah. Okay. Christopher Marlow Joseph Conrad William Blake Ensco. Wow. Three English writers. Woof. One was Polish and then English. He just couldn't pick. And so he yeah. said, all yeah, of them. Threw them all, all in. Threw them all right in. Right there. Fine. Wow. So, <laughs> so wait, how many middle names do you have? I only have, well, I guess I have two, but usually I go by Adrian Blake Ensko. Okay. Or Adrian Blake Carter Ensko, which is like a hyphenation of my mom's and dad's last name. Gotcha, wow. gotcha. But uh, maybe because my dad had so many names, I've decided to give myself many pseudonyms. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> currently, so Adrian, all right, so this is a podcast about success. Whatever yes. we end up calling it. It's a podcast about success. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adrian, I, I would argue that the area in which you have found the most, at least mainstream success has been your band that you are part of. Mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's what I spend the most amount of my time, energy, and love. On. Sure. Yeah. Great. It's called? It's called Bandits on the Run. And genuinely, one of my favorite bands. Uh, oh my God, I love soon it. Soon to become one of my favorites. You know it. Should we were listening little, to it a little After a little clip that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Americanesque music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's more stuff coming too soon. Oh, thank Very God. exciting. Thank Very God. Exciting. No, it's been a year. It's been too too long. Yeah. Um, and so with Bandits on the Run, you are? As a bandit, I am Roy Dodger. Yes. Because every, every self-respecting bandit needs an alias. Yes. And I think Roy Dodger actually stands for Royal Dodger. Oh. Uh, because that character, he, he, uh, he thinks of himself as a prince. Yeah. For sure. Even if he's not really. Um, <laughs> and what about what about Jean Jacket? Yeah, Jean Jacket was actually probably, I guess maybe a former iteration when I had just moved to New York and I was playing on the subway a lot. Uh, I wanted an alias to have, um, and I thought it was really clever. Why? I think it is. Why did you want an alias? Because I. <sighs> Because I love intentionality. Mm, um, so you, we are. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Let's just move past it. <laughs> it's, it's... Our interjections keep harmonizing. No, it's great. I like it. You guys are on a roll. <laughs> oh, All God. right. So your intention was? <laughs> the intention was to create a little bit of, um, of uh, I guess, fiction in, in commuters' lives. Mm. That like you could pass a character in a in a space that is so mundane mm. that has has to do with you getting to work and back every day, but there would be like some kind of little upset blip, and there would be like this character who is Jean Jacket who is uh like crooning songs and like spoken like this fake folksy yodel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
and wore a suit of all jean. A Canadian, yeah, uh, Canadian, Canadian tuxedo. tuxedo. Yeah. yeah. Although I didn't have, it was like more, it wasn't a, a they have like jean blazers. But yeah. Now I've seen them like, whoa. Yeah. Classic. It was that a was, casual business. Yeah, yeah, it was casual. Cocktail casual Canadian tuxedo. Exactly. Yeah. You saw, you've seen the pictures. <laughs> now I'm just looking at the giant picture of me and jean jacket attire do you want which you pulled up we could change it to something else i guess <laughs> what do you or I just put the mouse right over yeah right there right on the nose maybe like in the left nostril done okay cool. um and so bandits on the run started because you were busking yeah and yeah, you yeah. met sydney um so sydney aka bonanza jellyfish yeah yes um as as a real human being, she is my partner mm-hmm. and lover, and we actually work on a number of projects together. That's right. Um, but as a bandit, she is Bonanza Jellyfish, and we've decided that Roy Dodger and Bonanza Jellyfish have a love hate relationship. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Both and and it and it has a, a kind of. Uh, attraction to each other that's kinky but they're like they don't they don't want to admit it okay um roy pretends that or thinks that he's the leader of the pack but bonanza kind of does more more of the like actual like work the actual like getting things figured out and Mm. solved every love story has got to have a little tension yeah i agree little you know little waxing and waning (laughs) yeah really tension well Fictional. Oh, okay. I was about to. I was like, Megan. <laughs> Megan, where's our tension? We need some tension. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing. Nothing. It was a joke. It was a <laughs> great. Now we have tension. Oh, <laughs> um, don't worry. There's there's plenty of tension in in the real love story to go around. Good. Yeah. And then it's the two yeah. of you and uh uh. Clarence, uh, what's her? Clarissa, Clarissa, I yeah, Clarissa. Her she's the, name. the one named bandit, kind of like Oprah or Cher. Mm. Nice, like, yeah. She didn't, she didn't need any any more names. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's Regina, aka Clarissa. They're actually very similar names, which has led to a lot of people <laughs> not knowing which is that which. Her name is, is oh, Clarissa, I like that. which is okay, because I kind of like I love having these characters occupy this like semi-fictional realm yeah i mean we don't really put on a lot of like yuck yuck humor you've been to our shows uh-huh. we're, we're very we try to be authentic it's kind of just y'all with yeah with deeper a deeper like, southern drawl than usual yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and like the world of it is is a little bit heightened like mm-hmm. things, things will happen that it's performative happen it's normal. yeah mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but again also having known you for years and years it's performative in like two percent maybe higher than usual yeah so <laughs> yeah for sure um it's like carrying around big paper mache heads of of dude what was that big the face in the last show oh my it was like god like the god of because it was like an easter show yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was a like the ritual yeah and i was like i feel like this could have happened at college I feel like I, I witnessed this. That mask actually came from a, a I knew it. workshop that I was working on. And, and I, I knew I, it. No, it was, yeah, we used it for a, um, a, a in the basement production. And it's just been hanging in whatever house I've been occupying since then. Good. So we, we decided to dust it off. Yeah. yeah. And Go so with, with Bandits on the Run, you have done an album? Yeah. Uh, did an album we did a, a little ep that was our first project right about a year after we met we started we started recording in like the most rudimentary very it was like a live mix which gives you absolutely no control over 
anything. Sure. Um, well, you all did your album in like one take, right? For each track, is that? No, the one of maybe it was the EP, but one of them yeah, was that like EP was yeah, it was very yeah, it had to be that track. We could maybe like you know we could EQ stuff afterwards, sure. but whatever we did in the moment, it was that was the take. That's nice. wild. Um, but that was just really to have kind of a calling card to give to people what when when they asked who we were, gotcha. where to find our music. We didn't really put it up on any of the streaming platforms. Um, and then uh, about a year after that, we did a Kickstarter um, and crowdsourced funds for our and um, for our album. And got it. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> well, thanks in part to you. Did I help? I think so. Well. Well, and you. <laughs> just you, say, yeah. You I helped, did. Yeah. You helped in, in, in many ways. I've helped. Like, but you so, but wait, I wanted to list them off. I want. I do have a lot of t-shirts. I have a lot. Of, we have a lot of bandit, bandit merch. Um, <laughs> Because um, you've done you've done the EP, you've done the album, you do concerts all the time. Yeah, yeah. You just got back from Europe, a little tour, yeah, a little touring. We we're actually recording a single there. Wild, um, and fun. and so I mean, I guess in theme of this podcast, like what what do you to to what do you attribute this success? Right, it, from an outside mm-hmm. perspective, from having seen you and known you, it feels like pretty equal parts luck and hard work. Yeah, right. I, would, I mean, I would definitely say that luck is a factor, probably in every success story. Probably, no how yeah. Much people want to admit it, and and I would say probably more often than not, it is not equal parts. Luck is probably like eighty percent. Yeah, sometimes. Um, but with this, like, just knowing you and like knowing, first of all, how good all three of you are, how like amazing the sound is, and then like what the sort of path from like busking to European yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels pretty. <laughs> pretty even you guys work hard i mean do you like do you practice music every day do you like um every good day you know? <laughs> every day that i'm not like working my ass off at a at a day job fair enough yeah <laughs> tell me about tell, tell us about your hustles oh what, what is God, the trivia like so what is aiding many. to that success? i was just doing one before i got here honestly yeah. you were hustling I, yeah I, I work um i do medical acting for nyu Yes. What you like? Pretend to be a cadaver. What does that mean? Medical no, acting. To, uh, the case study that I'm on right now is NMS, neuroleptic malignant syndrome. Uh huh. Which is a adverse drug reaction, and really, it's actually so sad because it puts people into a permanent state of like ju- the kind of um, a disconnect with reality. Woof. I know. So they were. I mean, they the students get. A case and they have to kind of decide i think they've probably researched rare cases so they like already have an idea of that it's going to be one of a couple but yeah it's fun yeah i, I just literally you would love this you, you pretend yeah. there, i'm like I'm, I'm on a bed there's a nurse the nurse tells them like a little bit of a back history like the character punched a nurse in another clinic and was and that's why they're whoa he's in he's in restraints mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> and i have to like uh, make fear like direct eye contact and intense eye contact with the doctors, but not really respond to their questions. I continually. Do say, they know that you're an actor? Uh, they yeah no. It's, oh, okay. There's a whole like simulation center actually at a lot of medical universities. I'm sure yeah. Columbia, right down the street. Has... Some industrial acting work. That's yeah. I mean that's considered in that that yeah. whole realm. Wild. 
Yeah. Oh, I've never even heard of that or considered it. Mm-hmm. But I, okay. Yes. Use of the craft. It, it Use is. Use of the craft. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. something that can get you by. Yes. And you're still, I mean, and once again, you're still using something that you went to school for. That's it's true. It's just another, so I do hear that people make um Yeah, if you can, if you can get them. like, uh, I'm sure there are some people that do it continually and that's probably their main hustle. Yeah. But for me, it's like a once in a while thing. Yeah. It's like a... Every couple of weeks. So once in a while, I get a call. But so, yeah, but, but, but uh, yes, yes, Questions. and well, but well, back like, um, <laughs> darn it. Yeah. Um, what did Sorry I ask about. before about attributing success? Success. Where did it come from? Oh my god. <laughs> Where did it come from? Where did it come from? Oh Where did it go? Yeah. Right. Uh, so I, I would say that I was super lucky to meet somebody on a choice, a random totally random situation mm-hmm. like I, I was busking and i met sydney and in addition to like kicking off our romantic relationship we quickly realized that we were both very um creative people that that were into both music and acting and um and the realm kind of in between so uh, I kind of internet stalked Sydney after the first night that, that cool, we hung out, cool. and I was like, "Wow, I really would love to like work with this person." And she soon told me about somebody that she'd gone to school with named Regina, who they'd done a lot of uh, co-writing of songs together. And mm-hmm. uh, Regina hadn't moved to New York yet, but was planning to. And so already in my head, I was like thinking about uh, trying to make some kind of whimsical project that was like a like guerrilla theater music thing that would happen in the subways. Yeah. Um, and right after Regina moved, I was listening to band on the run with a classmate of ours, Sally. Cool. Um, and the, the Paul McCartney wings album, which is what Alexa plays every time I, t- I'm not talking to you. No I said way. your name, but I'm not oh, talking to you. Um, she wants attention every time. What do you mean? She's going to record all of this. Well, good. Gonna, then she can publish it as well. <laughs> Um, every time I try to first, oh no, she's gonna take all the rights. <laughs> every time I try to get her to play bands on the run, she plays band on the run, and I'm like, no, oh, that's wrong. No, You're wrong. No. Yeah, that could be a potential weakness for now until yeah. they get really good at yeah. knowing what we're thinking already, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. will happen. Soon. Well, which so all right, so I'm gonna chalk the answer to that up to like maybe it's like sixty percent luck. Okay, yeah. So I think that part, you know. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me try to phrase this succinctly right um uh i think that like 80 percent of it is having people that you i mean at least in ensemble mm. work mm. is having people that you jive with that you can work really well with and are there other are there other people involved in bandits it seems very much from the outset like it's just the three of you but obviously that's like they're, a performative there it's a family i mean it's a, it's like a family that 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 has become more and more sprawling. And what I do think you mean? In our ideal version of things, there will be even more people. Um, there's, Who's the family? There's us. But for instance, there is a guy named Chris, who you know. I know him. Um, we all went to Bulgaria together. In fact, that's how I know Chris. But Chris is now my roommate. But uh, when Chris moved to uh, New York, I started thinking about, we were doing the Kickstarter and we wanted to make it a fictional Kickstarter about like the fictional lives of the bandits. I mean, as far as the video goes, yeah. uh-huh. hoping that it would, you know, lend itself to being a little bit viral, but also just because that's kind of what we do. So we wanted to have this manager character mm. 
Actually, no, we've been working with it. We used him for our our first EP release because we did a little uh, theatrical subway crawl between our the release concert and the sh- and the party that we had at our house later. Right. So uh, we we like guided people on a tour as bandits and met uh, Chris, who is our fictional manager named Manny the manager right he, like, with a big a, hat and a cigar yeah he has and, a yeah. hat and a cigar and he's always making terrible business decisions for us. <laughs> like you do um, yeah and trying to take our money and sometimes running away with it and sometimes coming back and um, <laughs> telling us that he's got an even better idea Bandits on the Run has a very rich lore yeah it's that, yeah. that is that is I mean I think that that was something that really brought all of us together in mm. the first place because we we were very much on the same page from the beginning about these characters having like a mythic lore that went along with, with everything. And the idea that it could be some kind of uh, expression of, of our, like the struggles that these characters might have would be, uh, and the backstory that they would have would be something that would mirror our own stories personally, right. but just be like, you know, the uh the the american the american fable version right the heightened yeah the heightened yeah it could be a version of yourself and ridiculous but uh, still relatable yeah well Mm -hmm. still human i but um i'm having a hard Mm -hmm. time segueing um (laughs) okay so here's here's another thought that pops into my head uh, specifically for you um is something that i can relate to in this is how do you sort of prioritize your success right because bandits isn't all you do right and so there's how do you prioritize the success between bandits on the run and And adrian blake and yeah okay cool right because that's something i definitely go through with hamlet's and dead every like couple of for sure how do you keep the brands separate well it's it's sort of about separate but it's also just about like which is more important right does it serve Mm. hamlet isn't dead does it serve me for hamlet isn't dead to become a household name or does it serve hamlet isn't dead for me to become Ah, a household name or or both both or neither i would i'm like kind of on the both train Mm. like i think all of us because we all started out like with a uh you know with graduating with a major that's totally different from what we're doing totally mm-hmm. or not totally i mean for me totally for you less totally because you do much more acting yeah i do i mean I, I still do acting i still get parts i, I was just in a off-broadway musical yeah which was really fun congratulations thank you um uh but i i do think that my heart is really in the ensemble and and that's that's something that I've had with me for a long time. I've always really enjoyed being a part of like a creative group, mm-hmm. and I feel I I get I get nervous when mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> when I when it when it's all about me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I also do think that like you know individual success of any of the three of us is going to reward bandits because like on everyone's uh, bio, that, right? That would be submitted to a program or something um it would read you know this person is involved in this yeah exactly yeah. check out their album um and and we've certainly gotten a lot of of gigs because of um because of you know branching into a certain circle hmm. like uh the the off-broadway show that i just did folk wandering was with a community called or a company called pipeline theater yes um and the director was uh, also has his own theater company called Fresh Ground Pepper. And in both of those circles, now we had no I, when there was no relationship with those circles between bandits 
uh, between bandits and either of those communities. But now we're already talking to people in those circles about doing other projects. Of course. So of like course. that's an example of like uh, an individual thing, right? Helping bandits, and I'm and I know for a fact that. <laughs> Bandits has helped me individually, both as a musician and as an actor. As an artist, you yeah. just you've it's expanded your artistry and connected well, both networks. I think is which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've I've grown a lot as an artist and also just as a business person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I would say almost more as a business person. Just Talk about that. did you did you feel like when you graduated from college that you were, you know, you could form yourself as a business as a brand? Well, I I'm. I'm a reluctant business person <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. Um, I am not, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm the most organized person, um, but I have had to learn to because of that. When I graduated from acting school, I had, I had, I graduated with representation. So kind of, I, all of that stuff was taken care of on the Did that make you lazy? Again. It made me lazy on accident. Mm. I always I, thought it wouldn't and then it totally yeah, did. Yeah, I think it did. Ugh. Interesting. Yeah. Bad. So, yeah. I did not. It also graduated with representation. So did I, that make you unlazy? I mean, how's your hustle? My hustle's she, she's pretty. You're strong. in a show. You're working. She's yeah, pretty strong. Like yeah. Going, yeah. Yeah. I think the hustle is just. I mean, the hustle is flowing throughout in this room. The Whatever. hustle is strong in this Whatever. room. A strong hustle. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, are you happy? Am I happy? Yeah. I'm I so told you it's gonna get funky. No, it's not. It's, it's, this is uh, the funky part. This is the, here's what. Beep, 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 funky part. That's super funky, but also just the most important question. You're right. You're right. At the end of the day, are you happy? Is your success making you happy? Well, I mean, I I don't... Well, that's a totally different question. It is a totally... As soon as I said it, I was like, that's that's an additional... But first of all, are you happy? He First said yes. Way. He said yes. Okay. Wow. Please don't badger wow. our There's so many questions. There's so many questions. Right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> don't berate the witness. The funky part. The funky part. I would say that in general, I am I'm super content about about content. Life. Yeah. That's not happy. Well, I don't. I've stopped banging on the desk. For a person audio. To be, like stasis happy. You know, happy is a is like you know um, excited or hungry or angry. Mm. Like it's not healthy to be mm. any of those things all the time. Like you, you can't, I'm, I would say that like I have really, I have moments of incredible happiness because of, because of my work. And that's really, I think all you can ask. Um, and I have moments of incredible frustration and, and, uh, and anger sometimes because of, because of obstacles that arise from, from my work. So, you know, it's a mixed bag. I can tell you that I'm doing something that I really and truly love. Good. And love is something to be sought at. Even even if it doesn't always make you happy one hundred percent of the time, hmm. you know. Is your okay? So Bessie's question: Does your success make you happy? Does the success make me happy? You know, it's funny. I wouldn't. I would. I, <laughs> success. I don't. I'm pretty convinced, actually, that success never really feels like success. Uh, I guess that was going to be yes. my act, like actual Unless should have been like, first question, and his next question is like, yes. would you consider yourself successful? Profound. Yeah. Um, I I would say that I've I've been lucky to achieve a lot of a, a lot of goals hmm. um, that that I've set out for myself particularly with bandits but that for every one of those goals that I've achieved there's like you know 10 other ones that I'm still working on like so what sure. what do you want to do oh my god there's like well in a in in you know the most basic band sense I really want to release another album I want to work on I want to uh, write and record more songs yeah yeah 
everything that we've done up till now has been like kind of old old hat like we've been a band for four years and probably most of our songs that we've written and recorded have been were written um in the first two years and wow. we've been writing since then so we have a you lot have an of arsenal yeah. of material yeah. i really want to tour i, I mm. like when we well, you were, are right? are you going when we were traveling yeah. in europe that was a very self-made tour we like we won a, a contest a songwriting comp- competition oh the coffee music project it happens in New York. Didn't you win fall. Tiny Desk too? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they? Didn't you? Did, I, I heard they won. Working. I heard they <gasps> no, won Tiny we Desk. Won, yeah. We won a, uh, a part of the Tiny Desk contest that was a weekly fan favorite. That's so great. Incredible. Yeah, no. It, that, I, but it, Did I you feel get like to keep... it's misleading to say we won Tiny Desk. Because but a milestone. It is. You know, I would consider that a we, milestone. We, we got a feature on their blog, which is really, really cool. Did you get to keep the Tiny Desk? Did you? T- <laughs> well, the Tiny Desk was always mine. Uh, oh. I Tiny Desk, I think, as long as I've lived in New York. Great. Yeah. 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 Then did you get to keep it? It's, I, I did get to keep I clearly it, yeah. don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I've lost the plot on this one. Well, no, 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 but, um, I mean, we, we were super excited, and of course we got the word out about the fan vote. So yeah. I think a lot of people just assumed that it, was, like, it, was... that it, that it meant that we were going to like have a tiny an official Tiny Desk show, which we, you know, the actual contest, um, oh man, who won it this year? Some jerks. No, this no, year? no, no. There was a really awesome like solo artist. I think he was from Colorado. Not who did loops. Oh, fabulous Negrito! That was no fantastic Negrito. A fantastic Negrito. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, he was the winner me. the first year. Yes, and um, I love the winner last year. Tank in the Tank in the back is yes, so cool. yes, so good. Straight from New Orleans. Straight some sweet yeah. Creole funk. Yeah. Funky. Funky. Yeah, it's funky. Funky, yeah. funky parts. Of They're it, funky. Yeah, yeah. Sure. but still, I mean, Tiny Desk getting an award for fan favorite. That is a that is a milestone, and it, you yeah. it works your way up. You know. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's more always, exposure. It's ratcheting. And that's Does the thing that, that I've learned about. The, well, you uh, said it was what? Ratcheting. 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 Sorry. Yeah, I guess I, I use this term a lot. It's just, you know, when, you, when you're like eking out a little bit more, um, a, a little more leverage uh-huh. that you can use later down the road. Mm. So like, yes. um, uh, I think people do that a lot. I mean, your acting agent would try to attain a certain uh, level of payment for you mm-hmm. N- not only because of that because they want you to get paid for that project but also because like uh, even not, not even payment but like billing and that kind of stuff because it sets a precedent for you down the road when you do another absolutely another well and it's like what you said i mean success is never success i think that was a very yeah. that was a very succinct way to put that is yeah. that you're constantly constantly climbing towards something else you know each yeah. leads to the next step do because you, it's because that's what how we're built we're built to like true. searching for something do true. you care what this is a, this is a bad way to ask this oh, good man. question do you care what other people think right does like does does having one a fan favorite mean as much to you as like oh god i don't know yeah. something I mean, else no, no no that the fan favorite thing was awesome because it it was it was an amazing demonstration um of how how willing people are to go out and vote for us, which <laughs> it, it means a lot to me to see. That's probably my favorite thing about bandits is just like seeing the way that the that our music and our presence and our shows have have affected other people, mm. and and the ways like the absolutely just incredible kindness that people have and generosity that our that our fans have for 
for us. We Do you have a good fan base? We have a great fan base. You're the best right? fan base? I think we have the best fan Ooh. base. Ooh. Yeah. We have, we have people, well, we have, I mean, and it's not, it's not even just like people that have been, um, that have been with us from the beginning, although there are a lot of those people that I have, that I have to thank. Um, but there, I mean, there are people that like, that have been, become like overnight fans that will do crazy stuff for us. Like, let us stay at their house randomly or pl- uh, play a show nice. after meeting us on the train. That was Love the that. thing that happened, uh, in, uh, in Europe, we were, we were, uh, we were on the train from Berlin to Paris, and it got stalled for the night. So we had to stay the <gasps> night what? in a hotel in a tiny place called Mannheim in West Germany. Like the steamroller. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretending I'm drunk. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> like the steamroller. Um, but uh, we met a really cool guy there. Um, who was also on his way to Paris and lived in Saint-Denis, which is a suburb north of Paris. And he invited us to play a show at his at his house when we were in Paris. Cool. That is very cool. I mean, like, those kinds of fans also astound me. The people that are, like, so instantly converted. Um, we've had people, like, cross the train tracks. Um, <gasps> oh, to, that's not safe. Move. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. When we, were, when we were busking, sometimes, uh, well... In one particular instance, two guys were like watching from the other side, and they were like, "We want to give you a dollar." And we were like, "We'll come to the other side, and we'll and and we'll, we'll and we'll take it." Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, but they didn't go up. But you meant go up and yeah, around and down. Around, but then and they said, like, no, no, "Okay," no. and they hopped oh, down. Oh. The no. Um. <laughs> and did your song immediately turn to "Please get off the track"? Please get off the track. What to do? Oh, stressful. Uh, it was it was a little crazy. Yeah, they were taking a video of it too. So I think there's a video somewhere on our Facebook. Wow, from years ago of that. Cool, <laughs> that's incredible. From years ago. Well, because I didn't realize. I guess I you know I have no concept of time. That you've only been doing it for four years. Yeah, we've been. Yeah. yeah Jeez. Yeah. I know. I we're now like not just a baby band anymore. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, so that no, sorry. My point was the opposite. My point was like four years is nothing. Uh, I. Beg the opposite, actually, because I I think for especially for musicians, as you have collectives, you have different projects going on and one that can sustain several years and start, you know, branding itself and marketing itself outward from that. You're going to release a second album like there are lots of I feel like there are lots of musicians and artist collectives that kind of get together for one specific project or one specific theme and especially something as that has built such a story and such a a culture around itself. That's what I mean, right? Like if you were to ask me like how long do you think like how how long would you think it would take to do a, you know, tour of Europe? I'd be like, I don't know, 10 years. (laughs) Oh, that's true. No, I I would just, I would assume the timeline would be longer. I'm sure for some people it is. I'm sure for some people it's like we've been doing this for 20 years and now we're playing our first concert. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like it's, I think I understand what you say. Yeah. For everybody. Um, but you know, we, we had to, we made it happen for ourselves. Although we lucked out by winning this contest, we wrote a song that we were super proud of to win that contest. And, and the contest didn't even pay for like a tour. They paid for tickets to London and back, mm. um, and a recording session there Yeah, and everything else. You raised everything else. Besides that, we, we booked the shows, we figured out our tour dates, we figured out lodging wherever we went, mm. um, and sometimes not, and we were just going to the place to <laughs> to uh, 
find out where we were gonna stay. Were there any low points on the tour? Did you just sleep in any bathrooms? Or was it like no, 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 no? We were we always we were lucky enough to have um, to be pretty. I mean, there was only one place in Ireland in Dublin where we were a couple of days out and we didn't know where we were gonna stay. Nice. And somebody like pulled through it. Yeah, oh, and nice. we actually. Um, they helped us out. They were super kind, and they had a connection at a hotel called the Liffey Valley Hotel, which was uh, in Liffey Valley outside of Dublin. It's about a like half hour commute, mm-hmm. um, and we were like, "Oh wow, this crazy hotel is like by a, a mall. You have to take a bus into Dublin." We we're like, "Oh my god!" But later, we were looking at Amanda Palmer from the Dresden Dolls. Oh yeah, she did the Art of Asking, that TED Talk, and then a book. But uh, I'm I'm a super fan of hers. Um, and later on her Instagram, I saw a room that was really similar <gasps> with a tag with Miffy Valley. And I was Spooky. Like, I guess this is wow. where this a is... lot of artists stay. Nice. This is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just well, we're going to start wrapping it up. So, Adrian. Oh, my God. I know. Where does the time go? Well, we just chat, chat, chat. Um, do you have any success? Do you have any, do you have any advice? Yeah. yeah. For whom? Um, well, not for you because you're... You're doing okay. Whatever. It's, you don't need any. I'm fine. We're not going on any tours. We're oh, like, man. <laughs> yeah, but you're cre- – I mean, like, I feel like your your mission is a little bit different. Definitely, and that's something that, you know, as we have people on, I think very few of the people that we're having on are like – well, you like you know, uh, back, into the, back into the funky section of this, like, it's a lot easier for me to be genuinely – pleased for you mm-hmm. and proud of you because like that's not my wheelhouse right i'm not doing music yeah. i'm not like i'm not in like nothing i'm creating or going out for trying to be is like i guess quote unquote in competition with the things that you're doing yeah, yeah. so it's a lot easier for me to be like yes adrian yes band is on the run as opposed to like if i were in a band and we've been working for 10 years and hadn't gone on tour i'd be like yeah, you'd be like, what am I doing? good for you, but I want to do Tell that. Tell me your secrets. Um, what are you doing, yeah. man? So, like, so, so, I mean, I guess, do you have advice for musicians? Do you have advice for artists? Do you I, have, I mean, if you have advice for me, I'll take it. I feel like my main advice um, is just find something that you truly love working on, because on like that's the that's the thing that's differentiated acting from the ensemble work for me. Hmm. Like, I, I don't think I have as much of a passion for, like, for going uh, for going out and auditioning and, like, trying to create a, a cult of, of me as much as I do for finding a, a home and, a, and a, like, an ensemble attitude, finding people that I love working with. But I think that there are a lot of people that, that like, uh, that love to, um, that love to try to, like, hone their acting choices. Uh, um in a in a kind of private i think you have to have like a love of solitude actually to i want to have a cult of me that's what we'll call it cult cult of me. we'll call this the cult of that me sounds, that really stuck out for me yeah <laughs> everything else did too but i could see in my peripheral when you said cult of me and david you changed as a person. did you see my eyes <laughs> he changed i was like does adrian want to be in my cult you can you can bring an ensemble into my cult oh oof, i want that all right well <laughs> if that's not the name of the podcast it's definitely the name of the episode um <laughs> Oh man! The cult of me. But, but That's I, great, though. Yeah, I think I think love love is what sustains, and mm-hmm. really like sustainability is the key to to success. Yeah, I think because no matter what you do in the arts, it, 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 unless you are 
you know, 80% lucky or 90% lucky. Um, or 100% yeah, or 100%, lucky and you know, 0% talent. Yeah, just fall into your pocket. Uh, then you're going to have a lot of ups and downs and your job is kind of to ride that. And that's, that's like, that's the, the commonality between the acting industry and the music industry yeah. that yeah. I found. It's yes. just that like, it's all challenging. It, it, there's all like so many people trying to do what you're, what you're doing. Sure. So, uh, so you got to find what, what you, you got to find what you love and you got to find what makes you unique. Great. Bessie, how did we end it last time? Did we talk, we talked about, hold on, I have to burp. That's not how we ended it. Yeah, get it out, get it out. There we go. Nope. Out with the devil. All right. Um, we talk about what <laughs> our greatest successes for the week. Did we do that last time? That is what we, yes. That's what yes. we're doing this time. Okay. Here we go. Mine's easy. I read. I read a book. I finished a book this week. I'm working on the Dark Tower series, and I'm on book six of seven. Nice. And it's like a 540 page book that I've been working on for a while. Um, and I was like, "Cool, great! Now I get to read book seven. And I picked up book seven yesterday, and it's like 800 pages. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm never gonna finish the series. Maybe I'm loving it though. But I finished it. And I'm really excited. I love finishing books. I set a. I set a goal for myself on like a website or whatever to read 25 books this year, and I think I've read eight okay <laughs> so i'm a little behind but um yeah but you're also choosing 800 days that's yeah. the problem i've got a quality over quantity situation i gotta crack out some c-spot run why the, must we overachieve <laughs> why must we maybe that's the time i don't know um Murakami. who's it what haruki murakami i love i love it so like clockwork bird clockwork yeah, bird yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, up bird Chronicle. that one yeah i gotta read that eventually they're i mean they they they're not the shortest books, but they they they're just like they flow. They're fast reads. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. super fast reads. Cool. Yeah. Nice. What's your what's your greatest success for this week? Oh man. Um. Or we can go to Bessie if you want. To pass yeah, the you 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 take it from here, Bessie. Oh man, my greatest success was like a a whole day of success. It was Wednesday. That was the most productive that I was this entire week. What happened Wednesday? I was I there. Um. Did I see you on Wednesday? No, no, I no. saw you the night before. So maybe that was like. Leading into my successful Wednesday, Maybe. got a pep talk from David, Duh. and then I um, I went and saw Once on This Island, which is the first show that I've seen since I moved here, Whoa. like Broadway show, super exciting. Oh, it was fabulous. I moved in December. Wow, we're fresh, we're fresh. Oh um, and then I did someone's hair um for the first time because I've been doing my own for the past That's year, awesome. and so I got to do somebody else's for the first time, nice. and it. Didn't suck. Yay. It didn't suck. And then I was in a cabaret, and I did all of that on one day, and I said, "Wow!" Wow. And then haven't really done much the rest of the week because Wednesday was yeah, strong. It took, you know, it took all of it. <laughs> took a lot. Hunt day took a lot out of me. I'll no, tell you that. I think my successful day was Wednesday too. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was gonna say something from like a past week that I was proud of, but that's cheating, you know, Adrian. Yeah, it would be Come cheating. on. Um, so I'm not gonna say that, but yeah, Wednesday I I did uh I I think probably the best success was I had an audition that I was so afraid of going for and I felt totally unprepared because I've been I'm also trying to book a tour right now. Yeah, turns out it takes a lot of time. It, to do. Yeah. it does indeed. Um. Uh. But yeah, I I I actually had like a little bit of a panic attack going into this audition, mm. but I still went. I brought my body and my mind followed. Yes. I was able to be present in the room and make choices in the room and got great feedback. Oh. Um, 
that was after driving back from upstate New York where I was uh, with mm-hmm. my partner Sydney and our friend Christopher who we play in a band with. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Christopher Sears. And I want to, I don't know how, I don't know if we're, like, he's a performer. We can say full names. I don't know how any of this works yet. Yeah. Yeah, Christopher Sears is great. Check him out at Christopher Sears. Well, don't plug him, though. Plug you. Okay. We're going to plug you, and then we're going to be done. What are we on the run? Wait, but can I tell you the rest of my day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, there was more. There was more. More, actually. It was a big Wednesday. I went to meet with my agents, Mm -hmm. and I had to talk to them about uh, that I, the, the fact that I still want to get auditions, but I but I'm very focused right now on on like touring. That I'm going to be out of town for all of September, and I'm about to leave town for a week to go to Chicago. Um, that was a tricky conversation, but I think that there was good stuff that happened from it. Good. And then I recorded a song later that night. Nice, yes, big day. Yeah, very productive. Yeah, I Glad to hear it. You read a book. You read a Not very big book. I didn't okay. Do that on <laughs> You read a very big book. I read this a big week. book. Good for me. Um, <laughs> Takes a lot out of you. Where can we? Where, let's plug you. Where can people find you? All right. Uh, well, the, the biggest and best things are always bandits. So um, check out our Facebook. Check out our uh, Spotify and Apple Music. And, bandits uh, on the run. Yeah, bandits on the run. And we're super easy to Google. But yeah, I like Spotify because. Um, because does that get you money? You can find us. It gives us a little bit of money. Nice. nice. Also, Do that one. You can find our tour dates in your locale. Oh yes. Cool. Yes. Cool. Um, we did forget to talk about that Google thing, but we're gonna have to put a pin in that for next what Google time. Thing? The the f- Google ability. Oh, she Google wants to talk ability. about that. I we'll think it's talk. interesting. We'll yeah. have to talk about it some other time. We'll talk about it in the next episode. Is that, is that my Google ability? That, that... no no it's <laughs> this is, uh, it's real quick it's real quick here at the end of the tag coming next week um is like uh when I we were looking up guests earlier and like looking up what they did and who they were she was asking me like why don't you just look them up on facebook and i was like because i look them up on google because that gives me a better idea of like what they do and what they're known for and what their public identity is i think i think bessie has some thoughts about that you shook me a little bit you just shook me a little bit i I mean i do occasionally google people i google myself like every week well that's i have a google alert set up on my you don't understand the cult of me it's, the cult is strong. Cult of, yeah. We're gonna have to. Like, yeah, that's I, a good one. I have one. a Google alert set up on Google, so anytime my name like hits an SEO, yeah. it, I get a ping. So I know. Hits an SEO. What do you mean by that? Whenever, whenever, like, whenever, whenever content is created on the internet that relates back to a search engine like Google specifically. Wow. Right. So like if somebody if if somebody were to like write an article about me and tag it in such a way that Google could find that article through googling David Andrew Laws, I would get an email. Whoa, I want to I want to know how to do it. I want to do it. I'll go I will do it. It's going to be great. But for now, I'm I'm David and that's who are you? I'm Bessie. And that's And I'm Adrian Lake and Scott. Thank you for listening. The man of many names. Um and uh I don't know. Be successful. Like Adrian. Good tagline. Bye. (laughs) Panic. Hold my heart, oh, hold my heart, oh, let my weight hang in your hands. There's something bright.